0: You're listening to the Online Empire Academy podcast, where you'll discover some of the best and most creative ways to provide for your family and get started
1: on your journey to entrepreneurship. No crazy get rich quick schemes. No living in a van down by the river with your family while you build your business. If you want real, actionable, and proven entrepreneur ideas that you can use right now, join us for free at the onlineempireacademy.com. Now, get ready for the Online Empire Academy podcast. What's up, online empire academy? I am Joshua Woodward. And as you guys know, we are in the middle of our series about private labeling. And, you know, for, for those of you who don't know what private labeling is. It is the object of taking something like a pair of headphones and going straight to the the person in China or whatever it is and getting them made with your own logo or whatever on it. Um, really simplistic way to explain it, but there's there's people all over who are making millions of dollars doing this, and so we wanted to kind of highlight that this month and and uh, and, and just until until we run out of sources, I guess. <laughs> um, but today we have Travis ross on and an absolutely amazing guy he's kind of been in the private label journey and i wanted to bring somebody on who's in the trenches doing this every single day and and really enjoying what he's doing and so uh yeah travis how you doing man i'm great man thanks for having me on the podcast Absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited for this. It's, it's, uh, it's something fun and, and, and it's just a new world to me. Our, our company has been doing private labeling for a while, but I've learned so much in the last month, just talking to people about private labeling. And I'm excited to hear your story because you're in the trenches, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, I've been doing it for about a year now and, um, it's, uh, it's definitely been, you know, I've learned a ton. I've learned a ton of uh, what not to do, and uh, you know, I've learned a few things to do. <laughs> it's been fun, yeah. Share your story. How did you get started with with Amazon? How did you get started with the private labeling game? Sure. Um, well, I've uh, I've actually been in ministry for um, almost twenty years, and um, uh, was took a job in Denver. We were living in Colorado Springs at a church, and I took a position at a church in Denver. And um, we needed to move and, and the cost of living is a little more up here. So um, uh, my wife was, we were trying to figure out some things that she could do. And, you know, we, we were looking for, I've always kind of had an entrepreneurial bug and, um, you know, I've had my real estate license on the side at times and, you know, I've bought and sold websites in the past and, you know, just a lot of different things that, um, you know, a lot of people do on the side to, to make a little extra money. And so, um, so I was looking primarily to the online space for my wife to be able to, you know, make a little extra money. Um, so we could, uh, you know, live in, live in Denver, I guess. So, um, so we moved up here and, and, you know, eventually we kind of came on to that. We actually started a website, um, for cooking products for her and huh. she was just going to write, write articles and, uh, you know, review products and do some Amazon affiliate stuff. And, um, and that was what kind of started it. And then all of a sudden I heard a podcast, um, about this Amazon FBA thing and about private labeling. And I was just, I was blown away. I was like, this, this is really, really crazy. And, um, we had sold our home in Colorado Springs. Uh, and so we had some capital, you know, so I'm thinking, you know, I've got some cash I can invest in, in this thing. And, and, and the other side was, well, We've got this website now that has all these articles and all of these that we could actually sell on our website, you know as kind of a a secondary uh, channel, if you will. and uh, so you know all the pieces seem to be fitting and um, so I started um, I started talking to my wife about it, and um, as probably many of your listeners know, when you first uh, kind of broach that subject with with your loved one, it can go one of two ways, but usually the way it went with mine <laughs> and that was uh, it was met with some resistance, you know, Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about, you know, sending, you know, a couple thousand dollars over overseas, <laughs> you know, and, and, and crossing your fingers, you know, <laughs> cause I mean, and, and it can seem like that if, 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 you know, if if you don't know what you're doing and, and she knew um, I, I honestly didn't know what I was doing. I, I'd heard this idea and thought it was a great idea and I just wanted to jump in. So um, so I started with online and, uh, or I'm sorry, I started with retail arbitrage. So I was working at the church and so on my lunch breaks and, uh, on the way home, I, you know, hit a Walgreens or, or five, you know, uh, stop <laughs> at a Walmart and, um, I just started filling our basement with all kinds of stuff, you know, and, um, and, you know, sent my first shipment in, I think my first shipment I sent in at the end of 2014, um, and, uh, you know, I think it was four boxes. I, it came up on my time hop last month and I was like, Oh, <laughs> look at that cute little shipment. You know? and, <laughs> and, um, but I was pretty excited about it. And sure enough, it's some stuff started selling. And, um, really, I, I tell everybody I started in January cause that's really when it started, uh, clicking. And, uh, we were just basically doing retail arbitrage. And then I do a little bit of online arbitrage and, um, in the meantime, we were trying. We started to research on Alibaba, um, which is a, a Alibaba.com. I'm sure most of your listeners have heard of it. It's a it's a Chinese website where manufacturers and and agents for manufacturers uh, come together, and per, you know, basically, it's it's kind of like amazon but you're dealing directly with the manufacturers and these manufacturers will package these things for you in in specific ways and you can design the packaging and you know you can have them even label it for you if you want um i mean there's you basically just have to do the uh the the alibaba dance as i like to call it because it, you know i'm i'm in the mountain time zone and so i i want to say it's it's like you know, it's the middle of the night in China right now. And so in order to talk to, to, to the Chinese, I have to, you know, do that at 10 o'clock or, you know, 10 o'clock PM, or I'm writing an email and then I'm waiting till tomorrow to see if they may have responded, you know? So, uh, it just takes a long time until, you know, to, to really get much done just because of the time difference. Um, but we started doing that and because of that time difference, it did take a long time and um, eventually we, you know, decided upon a product and, um, we, we wanted to differentiate ourselves, uh, in the marketplace. And so we, we did that through color. And so we had them send over Pantone's, you know, little, little sample Pantone chips, and, and we decided which color we wanted to go with. And, um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I like to say it worked, you know, uh, um, we got the product in, uh, the first, the, what I wanted to do the first time, um, it's that our, our product is, uh, and I know your, your listeners can't hear it or see this, but I don't know, probably, probably about as big as, um, a little bit smaller than a shoebox, like it's the box size. Okay. So let's say, um, 12 inches by eight inches by four inches deep or or six inches deep. So there you go. Um, And because, I mean, that's a little bit large if you want to do air shipping. So what I decided to do was, uh, my initial order was for 500 of them. And I decided, um, and they were coming in, well, actually, I think it was, it ended up being um, 512 or four or something like that because of the carton sizes. So what I did was I had them send over one carton Via air, and then the rest I put on the boat on the oh. slow boat, <laughs> and uh, I I had a um, a forwarder a, a freight forwarder you know take care of that for me, and I basically paid the freight forwarder to pick up the goods in China, put them on the boat, get them over here, take care of all the customs and all the brokerage fees and all that stuff, and then deliver them um, to my home here. No, was that the one I did? No. I actually delivered them all to Amazon. Um, My freight forwarder actually, you know, put the, um, the labels on for me. And so, so the, my first shipment, I got, I think 30 of my item here at my home in a big box. I was super excited. And, uh, and I knew that it was probably going to be about a month or month and a half before the rest of them arrived in the States because they were, again, they were on the boat and I knew they'd have to get, you know, through customs and all of that and then get labeled and then get, you know, UPS into uh, into Amazon. So I waited a little bit, but I had I had, you know, I I had the uh, product. So I had to had some pictures professionally taken and, um, you know, got my listing already. And um, I, you know, thought it looked really great. And I sent in my 30. And so um almost immediately I started seeing some sales, which wow. blew me away. I, I, I turned on pay-per-click with no reviews and uh, just tried to try to see what would happen. And I actually had to turn it off in a couple of days because I'm, I'm like, I'm going to run out of, I only have 30 of these things. I'm going to run out, um, you know, before the rest of them arrive. And uh, sure enough, I ran out, you know, I was, I was oh my out gosh. Of class for, for, for three weeks or so. I mean um, it, I mean I only had 30 so you know it wasn't going to last that long um so I was uh, you know scanning through all the Facebook groups and just trying to figure out well what happens when you go back when you go out of stock and um you know what are the dangers of that and um what I found was it's not as big of a deal um if if, if pay-per-click's working um you know for your product uh, it'll even if you go out of stock, you turn it back on, it'll work again, you know, (laughs) and your, your, your bestseller rank comes back and you know, all of that traffic, um, that you thought you lost because your bestseller rank went down, um, really just comes back pretty fast. So, um, when the rest of them got there, I, um, I started selling them and I was, you know, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's an incredible rate of, um, sales. I was selling anywhere between five and 10 a day. Um, but that was still i mean i was still blown away by that um and realized pretty soon that i needed to to reorder that product and um so my next my next order was uh for 2000 units and um and i mean i just i just went all in and it it actually turned out perfectly um on this particular product because i was able to get it right, like I want to say, like, right at the beginning of November, um, huh. finally. This and this time, I had to use a different forwarder because I, I had all of these delays with the other forwarder. He dropped the ball. I tried a different forwarder. That ne- that guy never got back to me. So I had I, I had a I, I was having lunch or uh, with with a friend of mine, Paul Witter, who um, who I'm doing some things with. We'll talk about those later. I'm doing the, a conference with later. We'll talk about that. But um, he was telling me about he has a friend that. Um, had a freight forwarding company. And so, uh, you know, power of relationships, right? So I call the guy and get on the phone and, um, basically had him, he, he saved my bacon because he was able to get the product to me in time so I could get it into fourth quarter and in fourth quarter. Oh my gosh, I couldn't believe I was selling 20, 30 of these things a day. Cause I mean, it's a kitchen item. It's about, you know, that's perfect size to be, you know, under the tree and, um, by that time, actually what I had done so I could go direct um, to Amazon was uh, I did my packaging and I, I put the F in SKU, which is Amazon's um, identification unit. Um, I put that actually on the packaging so I didn't have to label anything. That's um, awesome. so I and, and the packaging looks nice. So, I mean, I think a lot of people got a nice Christmas gift. You know what I mean? Um, they opened it up and it it wasn't just a white box. The first time I sold them, they were all just white boxes. But... Um I wanted to make it a little nicer so um, so yeah i was uh it, it, that that's you know that was my first product i i have a couple others now um, but I've just learned a lot you know i mean a lot of what not to do um, you know a lot of mistakes along the along the way uh, with particular with freight forwarding and you know shipping uh, going out of stock making sure that um, um, for for instance i just ordered another 2000 and um, I, I had to make sure I, I got those on the boat before Chinese new year or I'd, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so I knew that. And so, you know, instead of like recovering from the court qu- quarter four sales, you know, and just everybody kind of, I think takes a week off after that. I was, you know, talking to my manufacturer and making sure that I could get these done in time to get them on the boat. So they'd be here. Um, before I, I'm, I was out of stock because i'm already uh, because of a great quarter four, I'm, you know, i 'm down to you know a few hundred units, and they 're actually on the boat now, so I, I made it, you know. Um, so you know I mean it 's things like that. Last year, um, I was all gung ho on private label, and then all of a sudden this Chinese New Year thing happened, and i couldn 't talk to anybody for a month <laughs> <laughs> So I mean that 's an example of something that um, I had to learn kind of the hard way yeah you know so totally yeah just a, there's a lot of lessons um uh that just you know taking action just doing it just jumping in with both feet yeah you're going to make mistakes yeah you might lose some money even but um you can't learn the lessons unless unless you're doing it you know that's really good
1: that's really good i i, I love i love this story just of of the common theme that i keep hearing in everybody that i talk to is i i needed something And I went after it. And, and I stressed this in, in one of the previous podcasts, but, but really the difference is between a millionaire and, and somebody who's not a millionaire is the person who does it and chooses to run after it. And I, and I love that, that you've taken that concept and said, I'm, I'm working towards this. Like here I am. I have, you know, I'm doing ministry. I'm, I'm working full time. I'm going to do it on my lunch break. I'm going to go after this and I'm going to, going to fight for. My family, I'm going to fight for the things that I need and, and, and in order to, to live in Denver and, and go be where we want to be and do the things that we want to do. And I, and I love that. It's, it's when we're, when you're for, forced into the corner, you end up coming with, up with some awesome things. And, and I think that that's, I love, I love hearing that story and those stories that, you know, just overcoming that obstacle. <laughs> what, what have you found ha- has, has, been your biggest don't do like don't do this what is what is that that biggest thing for you
0: hmm. wow
1: Chinese New Year's <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um oh man that's uh, biggest don't do I mean there's there's obviously you know a ton of a ton of things you know that that you could say I, I would say um don't pay more in my case, I you know, I've done the kind of the 30% down 70% and I've had, you know, suppliers that are like, yeah, give us 50%, you know, or, Oh, we want all of our money up front. And I'm like, well, that's, that's good for you. Um, yeah, I wouldn't pay more than 30% up front. And then, um, this last, um, uh, my, my most recent private label product actually it just went live, um, yesterday on Amazon. Congratulations, um, man. Yeah. Uh, the the manufacturer was trying to get me to pay uh the the fi- the the balance the 70 percent before i had even you know seen pictures of the finalized product you know and and i think they were again they were back you know they were like hey you know chinese new year's coming up we want to uh, and this was the first one that i did completely on it a- via air um because oh, wow. it was small enough and uh and you know and she she wanted to make sure that um you know, it would be that the payment would come and that they'd be able to ship it before everybody's gone, you know. So um so but I, I you know, I basically flat out told her I said, I, I will be happy to pay you the moment I see, you know, pictures. And you know, please take as many pictures as you can of the, the cartons of the the actual product, of the product that you know, my, my packaging. Um I, I'd like to see all of the sides of the product. And I was very specific with what I wanted to see. And, and she was very accommodating once she understood what I was asking for. Um, but I think, I mean, it, it probably would have worked out because she was, you know, being very uh, forthcoming and she was an honest businesswoman um, and, you know, had the goods and she was just trying to, you know, basically protect me. But I think it still would have been a mistake to pay before I had actual proof. And I, I know that seems overly simplistic, but I think sometimes in our zeal to, um, to push the business forward, um, you know, we, we, we jump too soon and, 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 you know, we need to, this is a business and there is real dollars on the line. And so we just need to, um, to slow down, you know, and make sure all of our, uh, our ducks are in a row, you know, before we actually pull the trigger. Um, so that, I don't know, that's, like I said, it's probably oversimplistic, but, you know, do a 30, 70, and, and don't pay until you, you have some confirmation. I mean, some people, you know, do inspections. I have not done inspections. I, I just have really good relationships with the people um, that I'm dealing with. And, you know, I mean, that famous last words, right? I mean, I could be burned tomorrow. <laughs> um, uh, but so far, um, you know, knock on wood, <laughs> uh, it's, been, it's been a good experience for me dealing with uh, my Chinese suppliers. That's Awesome.
1: That's it. Kind of, it kind of brought up a good point as you were talking. I was thinking about the process of of finding a product that you're gonna private label. What did that look like? I mean, obviously, it sounds like your your wife was already doing something in your niche. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with a product or or push mm-hmm. into your certain realm and your your niche? Because it sounds like you're selling at several different products. How did you find those, or or how did you how did you get where you needed to be?
0: Um. Well, we had obviously we, we kind of had the kitchen space that, that we wanted to specifically focus on. And um, at that point, it was you know, just digging into the different subcategories and going through and just looking and looking and looking and looking and looking. And oh my gosh, we look so much. Um, and and we, you know, we had specific criteria we we're looking for. We wanted to be able to dif- differentiate. And so each one of our products is a little bit different. Um, like the first one I told you we differentiated with color and it's really interesting. I'm, I'm still shocked because this particular product you go on and if you, if you were searching for the specific keyword, you would see about, you'd see probably two different colors primarily. Um, and, and that's all you would see. And then all of a sudden ours is there and right in the middle of all the other ones. Um, it has, it has some additional features to it. Also, um, but it, it stands out on the page. I mean, it's, it's amazing. When you do a search, you see that one because it's different than all the rest of them. Um, and so I think that's, you know, contributed to sales. Um, and then uh, one of our other products, we, we actually just put, a, we contacted two manufacturers um, and we had the second manufacturer send um, like a, I think it cost us an extra 10 cents a unit, send um, this Accessory to the uh, original, uh, the the first manufacturer, and uh-huh. just include it inside of the package. So now we have, you know, kind of two for the price of one. I mean, it's not it it's not a huge sales point, but it differentiates us from everybody else um, because we have this other thing that you get. I was already going to buy this thing, but now I get this thing and this other thing. So of <laughs> course I'm going to buy your thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, just trying to. Fi- find that thing that sets you apart um because everyone is selling um similar products on Amazon you know you can always find something very similar to you, to the thing you're you're selling um so if you can make it different in some way um that's going to going to go a long way
1: that's really good i i i love the realness that you just brought of it's gonna take time and all the researching that you did. There's this mindset that I'm gonna private label and it's gonna be easy and you know, Alibaba's the best and I'm gonna be able to do all this. It's, it's, there is really hard work that goes along with this. And anybody I've talked to has, has said a similar thing and that's that it takes work. And it's not arbitrage. It's not going out. The products aren't already on the shelves. You're the one creating that product and, and exactly what you said, d- distinguishing yourselves from others that are on that listing and, and on that specific or in that niche. And I, I think that, that you, you gave two really valuable points and that was, the the first was was finding areas that were doing well, you know, going through, looking through your niche, finding what works for you, but also what's already there in some subcategories and digging in and finding those those really specific products, and 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 finding how to to work with that is is key, and and the, the second is adding things in there. I I love I love that you guys are partnering and and taking the time to add that ten cent price on top of there. Yeah. Does it add up when you're buying 2000 units? Absolutely. It adds up, but ultimately it adds up to sales as well. And I, and I love that you've taken those concepts and kind of run with them because I've heard other people talk about it, but it's in theory, it's like, oh yeah, you need to, you know, go, go to AliExpress first and do this and then jump over here and do that. And it's like, that's awesome. That's so good. But how does it actually play out? And I love the real life application that that you have, have placed in front of us.
0: Mm. Yeah. I I was going to say the other thing that, um, um, that I've learned is, um, I think I devalued our, our second product had a little higher price point and, Oh, this is, this is a fun mistake, um, (laughs) to (laughs) that I'm paying for. Um, so our second product really excited about it. Um, you know, we bundled it with, you know, this other item and we're like, Oh, this is going to be great. There's nothing else like this. And, I mean, there's a lot of similar products, but this one is you know unique, and nobody else is is presenting this to the market um and so and we added this accessory and so we're really excited about it. It gets to Amazon, and all of a sudden we realize, oh my gosh, this is an oversized item
1: oh <laughs> we no. didn't realize
0: it and and that <laughs> was a big kick in the gut, you know to realize all of a sudden all of the you know, my processing and my, my, uh, you know, my spreadsheets and figuring out how much I had in it and how much I was going to make and what Amazon's fees were going to be were completely wrong because it was off by one inch. Oh my God. And I just, I didn't know what I didn't know. Um, and, uh, so, and, and there was nothing I could do. It was just, so, so what I had to do was I had to price it higher than I had originally planned on. And so I was way higher price. Well, not way higher. I was probably about $5 higher than what I had originally intended just to make sure that I could sell it, you know, or, or that I can make a decent enough profit to make it worthwhile. And then the f- the funniest thing happened. Um, you know how s- you can ask questions on, um, on, on the Amazon page. Somebody asked a question and said, Hey, is this, is this product really sturdy? Is it and and four answers came in almost immediately And they were all like, "Oh yeah, it's very sturdy." I'm really surprised because of how cheap it is. I thought it wouldn't be. Wow! And I was like, "Bling!" Light bulb went off, and I raised my price another (laughs) five dollars. It's still selling just as fast as it was. I mean, it's doing really well, and it's it just blew me away. That uh, so, uh, you know, my takeaway is don't undervalue your product, um, and make sure you know how big the packaging is so it's not oversized. So, yeah, I mean, originally I thought, well, I'm, I'm probably not going to reorder this particular product because, you know, it's oversized and oh, it's, that's, it, you know, costs way more than I thought it was going to cost. And I'm not making as much money, but at the price point it, it currently is and the velocity that it's selling, um, I'm probably going to reorder it. And, and this time I'll, I'll order more so my price will go down. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it actually turned into, uh, you know, something positive. And, and I, I really, really was, was worried that I'd made a big mistake. Wow. So cool. So cool. And I love, I love the,
1: I was talking to somebody recently and they were talking about how so many sellers fight for feedback and, and that, that sellers are actually, that they're selling to other sellers and not the consumer. And I think that, that you, you have a perfect example here of obviously you're optimizing listings and doing pay-per-click and doing all that kind of stuff, but it ultimately was the question being answered that led to not only you being able to, to raise your price, but ultimately more sales. And I love it. I think that that totally, totally nails on the head the idea that, that the community surrounding Amazon actually does sell stuff. And they sell it for you. Like being able to talk about something and say, "Yeah, now uh, this seller's not that great, or you know, this item's not that great, or it's really flimsy." Or in your case, it's awesome. <laughs> you know, it's it's stronger than expected. I, I think that that's such an underestimated aspect of this business is the question and answer and. Guys, as, as good buyers, if somebody asks a question and you have the answer for it, I know you get the email about it, so don't pretend like you don't. <laughs> Actually answer the question because ultimately that's going to help out the community, the Amazon community as a whole. I mean, my, we're upgrading, as you guys can see, it's, it's blacked out in here now, but we're upgrading all our systems and we bought a lot of our stuff on Amazon and I fully intend to go through and make sure I'm answering the questions because it is stuff that I'm, I'm going to be working with every single day. So be the good seller, be the good buyer and, and just answer the questions because it, it can, it can make a success story like Travis and you can help somebody else grow their business. Amen. There's my spiel. There's my <laughs> spiel. I'm, I'm done guys. I'm done. <laughs> so what, one of the questions I had actually to, to, uh, to kind of tap into what you were talking about, all your calculations and stuff.
0: How have you calculated your margins? That's a very broad question um, I mean I have you know I have a spreadsheet that basically has all of my expenses you know how much am I paying you know my thirty percent deposit my seventy percent deposit how how much am I paying to get it shipped here um, i I include getting the product here some people um, don't include that in their in their cost of goods I do because um, I want to know what my landed cost is going to be and and because I've used different freight forwarders I've had you know different um, you know, I've, I've had, I've had my products at, at a hub and then sent to Amazon. I've had them sent to my home. Um, I mean, I had 2000 you know units that five huge pallets in my, in my garage and there, I'm actually doing the same thing again because just because it was an easy and it was a good experience. So I'm, I'm going to do that again. Um, and then I have another product that, you know, is in another hub and, you know, and, and so, uh, every i I basically have a google spreadsheet um and i have tabs for each of my products and i have um you know kind of a um a uh um you know formulas all set up in there and 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 so i can i can say well i'm going to run a you know a a giveaway of 50 or 25 or whatever and at this price or or free and this and then i you know i put in how much it costs from amazon and just all of those calculations so i can get a rough idea i mean it it doesn't count for returns um but i mean that first product um you know just to give you an idea it when i ordered 2000 um i i had it landed um you know it in amazon so including my inbound shipping from my home um for right right at five just right over f- uh, five dollars and it's selling for 21.99 so it's <laughs> over a 200 percent roi you know i'm making about ten dollars every time it sells so i mean wow. it's a great that's a great product to have selling five or ten a day you know and like in the fourth quarter it was selling 20 30 a day so Jeez, um, you know give me give me 10 more of those and i'm good you know <laughs> absolutely um, but i don't know if that answers your question I, I mean i basically just take as many numbers as i can and and figure out what it's going to be and then i test like i started that product out at 19.99 and then i just tested it at 21.99 just to see and it it didn't it didn't dip any in the sales mm-hmm. so i just left it there
1: we actually had some technical difficulties and everything shut down. There was no sound. So obviously, you guys just heard Travis's incredible story. I mean, what an amazing ROI on products. And and I, I love what you were talking. I went back and listened to the to the podcast several times and was so excited about just the way you guys have handled your business within having a full time job on the other end. I mean, that's that's so much work. And I, yeah, I, I really appreciate what you guys are doing and, and, and how you've done it.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks, man. Um, I, I actually, I, I appreciate that. Um, we actually were let go from the church, um, believe it or not in, uh, March of this last year. So I didn't tell you that that was, um, <laughs> something that I completely forgot. And, uh, um, so we kind of were, ju- you know, we were thrown into a, a full-time, uh, position, really by force. I mean, we had some sev- severance that, you know, lasted us for a little while. And then, um, we had sold a home in Colorado Springs where we moved from to move up here to take the position at the church. So, um, we've been living on savings as we've been ramping this thing up and investing in the business. And, um, you know, I I'm at a place now where, you know, the, the business is, is self-sufficient and, um, you know, I'm still, I'm hesitant to take any money out. Um, you know, we, we're we're having little bits of uh, uh, cash infusion through just life situations. I wrecked my car in December, and um, you know, it's a terrible thing. But now we're we're a one car family. I got the two hundred dollar month payment off my books, and I made four thousand dollars. You know, so uh, that's a little cash infusion. We're going to get our tax return, you know, coming back. That's going to be another cash infusion, and so um, you know, we're able to kind of make that snowball work, you know, or, or build that snowball to where, when we do actually have to start taking cash out of the business, um, we're going to feel a lot more comfortable about it. That's so cool. I mean, I,
1: I love it. You know, we were just, we were just talking about passions and, and, uh, and, and just kind of what drives us and, and what pushes us forward. And Travis and his wife, absolutely amazing. One of the things that, that obviously you guys have heard from me before and, and something that I so am passionate about is community and building that community. Mm-hmm. In. And I feel like you guys have represented that so well. And uh, Empire, actually, one of the things I want to encourage you guys is there's so many conferences all over the place and, and things that that are going on, local meetups and stuff like that. I mean, if you guys are, are fans of Chris Green, he does it all the time. He meets up with people all the time. I would encourage you if you're ever near him or... or uh, any of the other, you know, anybody else in your community that's having meetups, please go and do it. Uh, it really yeah. does change things. Travis and, and his partner, forgive me, I for, I'm forgetting his name, but they're working on a, well, it's, it's not working, it's going to happen. They have a conference coming up. And I'd really encourage you guys to not not just to go to this conference but to go to a conference this year and and kind of spread your wings with that because it 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 genuinely is important that that you guys are a part of this we work alone a lot of the times you know a lot of the times it's it's our families that are working with us but we don't have an outside community that we can get excited about what we're doing i mean for me i love meeting up with other ebay i got a guy here in town that i meet up with who's an ebay seller and and I, you know, we've only met up a few times, but every time I walk away feeling so much more happy because I have somebody to geek out about, you know, a new feature on eBay or whatever. And this is an amazing opportunity for you guys to meet some amazing people. If you're in, if you're in the the uh, if you're in the vicinity of Colorado, you guys, there's an amazing opportunity here. So, Travis, kind of tell us a little bit, a mo- little more about this conference.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Paul Witter and I, he's a, a local guy, he's a local Amazon seller. Um, we found each other on Facebook and we were, um uh, we decided just to hook up and, you know, for the, for the very reason you're, 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 you just mentioned just the community, uh, aspect. And so we're sharing about our business and, um, just talking about, you know, all of the people on Facebook that we know, but they're spread all over the country. And we were like, what if we did a conference? And, um, I had been thinking about it for a while and, um, just was hesitant to take the first step, but we we decided you know that 's a great idea and so uh, we put together the rocky mountain reseller conference um, uh, you can You can go check it out at resellerconference.com. dot com and um, I'm, I just started contacting all of you know these relationships that I had built um, over the past year, and so we 've got uh, people like um, Andy Slammons and Chris and Jason Wilkie from the fBA master uh, Nate Mcallister. Um, Jeff Cohen of Seller Labs, Kristin Ostrander from Mommy Income, uh, Robin Johnson from Best from the Nest, um, even uh, Scott Volker, the amazing seller himself. Um, so we've got uh, all these great, great folks that are going to be a part of this conference. We've got other ven- uh, great vendors that are going to be there, like uh, Inventory Labs, Merchant Words, obviously Seller Labs, um, you know, and, and many more. You can op- obviously check all those out, but there's going to be a lot of really smart people in the room, you know, at this conference. And I am so stoked, um, to meet them, to shake their hand, have a beer with them, you know, just to be around people that I can bounce ideas off of. And, um, you know, I, I actually just did a, a video for this. Like I shot a video and, and one of the things I say in that video about the conference is that I think the best reason for, for me or for you to, to a conference, to, to go to this conference or any conference isn't even known by you yet. You don't know the best reason because you won't discover that reason until you're actually there. And then all of a sudden you'll be like, this is the reason I'm here. <laughs> and it it's going to come down to a relationship that you make. It's going to come down to something that happens at that conference um, that just changes the way you think or 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 maybe it's a new idea. It's a business venture. It could be, you know, a ton of different things, but you can't know it until you actually go and, and, and get in the room and shake some hands and, you know, talk to people. That's the only way you're going to find out. I'm excited about it. Needless to say. (laughs) Totally.
1: I mean, I, I think you hit it. You hit it just on the head, man. Like, like it, it isn't, you don't, you know, you're paying the money to get out there and you're like, okay, what am I doing? Like I had this moment, I went to Ecom Chicago and I was like, what am I doing? Like, I just, you know, I just spent $2,000 to get out here. I'm on the West coast. I'm going to Chicago. Like, like what am I doing? And, and what ended up happening? I cannot even express how many ridiculously amazing people I met. I mean, a lot of, you know, the people that are listening, I got to meet you guys. Um, I got to meet Kristen Ostrander. I I got to hang out with Chris Green. You know, we talked so many times. There's so many people there that I actually got to build relationship with. And that was the game changer for me. I think you're totally right. I mean, partnerships and and and, you know, classes and business opportunities. I mean, Empire, you guys have experienced some of the amazing opportunities that have come from it. If you're listening to the podcast, a ton of guests came on because of that. I mean, there's so much information out there that you don't know yet. And somebody else has the keys to that success for you. And dude, I, I love what you just said. Because it's like, for me, it's, it's okay. Yes, it's an investment. It is an investment. And, and could, you, could you perchance hear the same story that that leader, or that person's going to tell at the conference? Yeah, totally. You could. If you, if you dug for it, you could find somebody's story. But what you don't get is the face to face interaction with the you know in a sense these gurus of the 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 ecom world and the people who are making the difference in the ecom world and and the reality is the people talking me you know chris green those guys we're we're you know we're we're doing it, but it's the people who are you know their feet are or, you know, it's not their feet in it. They're, they're all the way in the pool and they're going after this stuff that are making the difference and making the change and ultimately can give you the best advice. Like I I can, I only have so much time for you. I, you know, probably I I don't have much time at all for, for our, our broader audience, but you can partner with the people in your community. And, and this, you know, it's, it's not just this conference. It's, it's CES. It's, it's Ecom Chicago. It's all of these different conferences that there may be one closer to you. I know there's one in Seattle. I'm spacing the name for it, but like there are so many different conferences that you guys can go to and meetups that you can go to that you're going to get better advice there and real life experience there. Yeah. than if you go anywhere else. And so that's, that's my spiel, guys. You, you know I'm passionate about community, so I'm not going to go any more into it. But, but really, this is an incredible opportunity. Um, they're actually giving a, a, a $25 discount. And I think the price of this especially with the lineup. I mean, you guys have a crazy lineup, but it's already ridiculous. Give us the price. I'm spacing them. Should have read this. Yeah. (laughs) yeah.
0: Um, The price is, is only $2.99. That's the regular price. I don't know when this is going to air. There's some other early bird things if it gets out there earlier, but um, yeah, we set up a, um, if you enter the code empire, uh, you'll get $25 off from, from the, uh, whatever price it's at, you know, when you, when you actually uh, click the buy button Um, and then, we also negotiated a really good deal with the the hotel um, for $99 single occupancy rooms. And that includes a hot breakfast and it's a Hilton. So it's, it's not a junky hotel. I mean, it's a nice <laughs> hotel. Yeah, our, our biggest thing was like, uh, you know, we're in the middle of the country, uh, you know, a lot of times you got to go to the East coast, you got to go to the West coast to do this. We're, we're in Denver, Colorado. So it's, it you know flights can be relatively inexpensive you know southwest flies here and you can get here relatively cheap we wanted to try to keep the the total cost i mean you you talked about spending two thousand dollars to get to e-com and with all of your expenses we wanted to try to ha- allow you to come to a conference for under a grand you know and and you know it's going to be right around there by the time um you factor in your airfare and your meals and um uh, the conference ticket and, uh, the hotel, but I think it's totally doable for a thousand bucks. And I don't know of a greater lineup, um, you know, <laughs> conference wise, obviously I'm biased, you know, I'll admit that, but, um, that's what you can do for that kind of money. So, you know, we, we specifically tried to keep it inexpensive. So, uh, you know, anybody could come to this. It's not just the elite top sellers, you know, although we'll have elite top sellers there, um, that you can pick their brain, but, Everybody's invited, and um, and we wanted to make it accessible to everybody, and not just say that with words, you know, but actually show it. And and uh, I think I think the lineup and the the uh, the particularly the cost reflects that. I love it,
1: and I I, I know I wasn't going to say anything else, but show <laughs> up a day early and stay a day later. Because you're going to you're going to go out, you know, you you said it like, you know, everybody will go to dinner that night, you know, the night before the conference, and you're going to meet people the night before the conference. I know that, you know, Kristen and, and, and Amy, a lot of times will will meet with their communities. Uh, the night before and or during the conference at some point. So don't miss out on the opportunity to even come early, like plan that out. And guys, there you know, I'm not a tax expert, but I know that for us it's a tax write-off. So yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, I, it's it's just kind of factor that in. You guys are investing in your business and mm-hmm. and the partnerships again you, you you know you talked about partnerships. I know I'm preaching again. But it really is important to go after those things. So uh, yeah, show up. My, my last piece of advice is if you guys go to a conference, whether it's this one or any other, um, show up a day, a day early and stay a day late. That way you can continue building those relationships. Um, so again, $25 discount off of a you know, $2.99 uh, price. That's pretty awesome.
0: I mean, and there's going to be, hopefully we can get this out soon enough, but there's going to be discounts. What's the date of the conference? It's April 29th and 30th, uh, which is a Friday, Saturday. And we actually are, um, kind of putting it out there that Thursday night we'll be kind of doing a meet and greet, um, down in the hotel lobby, you know, bar area downstairs. So, um, so yeah, come a day earlier or, or at least get there on Thursday. So that night you can be a part of that too. Perfect.
1: Well, guys, uh, you know, this is, there's so much great information. I hope you guys just sucked up all this information in this podcast. And, and uh, you guys know, I love my notes and I've taken notes even from now. Um, So yeah, thank you so much, Travis, for being on. I, I'm super excited. I Hopefully we can make it to the conference. If not, hopefully we see you in
0: another one. And, uh, and thank you for all of the information that you shared. Absolutely. It was, it was a lot of fun and uh, enjoyed meeting you and uh, getting to speak to your listeners. It's awesome. Absolutely. Well, Empire, if you guys want to go check out this conference, uh, check out
1: below in the comment section, whether you're on iTunes uh, or, or YouTube, all the information will be there. And we are so excited. If you ever, ever see me at a conference, please don't be shy. Come up to me, talk to me. Obviously, Travis will be there too. talk to him. And, and we really are excited about what's happening in the e-com world. Hopefully you're feeling it. So until next time, Empire, have a fantastic day.
0: Thank you for listening to the Online Empire Academy podcast. If you want real, actionable, and proven entrepreneur ideas that you can
1: use right now, join us for free at the theonlineempireacademy.com. If you've enjoyed
0: this podcast, help us make more by rating us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. We'll see you next time.